Hello, everyone. What's going on? Hope everybody's having a great day. Hope everybody had a good weekend and enjoyed the holiday today. What is it, Martin Luther King Day? Hope everybody had a good day. I, on the other hand, am sitting a little gingerly today. So the winter woes have finally set in. We are trapping elk, uh, doing some disease testing for the state of Utah. And uh, our quarantine facility is set up in such a way that we got tired of worrying about water issues and trying to break water in the wintertime that they just ran a ditch right through the middle of the quarantine facility and you just run water and you never have to worry about water until you do. So today, uh, and then for the last two weeks, we've been fighting it, but the water, we had such a bad windstorm last week that it blew in our ditches. Our ditches are really deep, especially this one, uh, four feet, four, four or five feet deep. And uh, it was completely filled in. A half a mile of ditch line was completely filled in with the snowstorm that we had. We've had quite a few, but... We had two windstorms that were probably pushing 30, 50 mile an hour gusts somewhere between there. And it just, the wind rose, the wind drift that we had from the snow just filled in the ditches. And the snow here in Utah is so dang dry that as soon as moisture hits it, it sucks it up. And so we have absolutely no movement of water. Also, the beavers are are helping big time. They are such a bundle of joy this time of year. They have completely, they dropped a couple of branches and tried to stop it up. And we've got the, the water going now. Um, but today was a real kick in the shorts. Got to work at 8.30 and... It was 12 degrees, and when I left tonight at 6, it was 3 degrees. But my legs, and the reason why I'm sitting gingerly, this whole story goes back to, is um, I didn't wear coveralls today because I was working in a ditch, and I had my muck boots on, and I didn't want to get my overalls just completely sop and wet working in the ditch. But as I would walk in the ditch, the water would splash up on the back of my pants. It ended up freezing solid. Uh, it was a solid chunk of ice on my pants, just above my muck boots. And that ice froze to the back of my legs. And so I don't know if I got wind burned or burned from ice, but man, it is burning like no other. I put lotion, just burns. Okay, let's talk about why we are trapping elk. Um, a lot of states will do it a lot of different ways. Here in Utah, we have a facility set up for trapping of elk, for testing for disease. Uh, the It's up to the vet and whatever she decides she wants to do, but oftentimes they are going to test for brucellosis, chronic wasting disease. Uh, they're looking for some of the other different things out there, whether it's blue tongue, not the right time of year, but they're always looking for whatever other diseases that are passing through. And then they're also collecting a bank of data. Uh, blood samples will tell us about genetics, where this elk came from, who are they interacting with, how their, their interconnectedness, interconnectedness is, and how um, 
closely they are tied to all the other elk uh, around the United States. And so they're collecting data there. They're also collecting hair samples. They're, they can pull a whole bunch of different data from hair samples, but they're also looking for parasites, uh, tick loads, lice, those different type of things. And so uh, the way that the facility that I work for is set up that it's just super simple and normally we go without a hitch. We often will collect about 40 cows, 40 calves. Uh, the calves are kind of gee whiz data. Uh, the manager of the ranch is he's ear tagging the calves and they're putting a few collars on calves. They're just looking at dispersal and seeing if they can monitor them for periods of time uh, between I don't know, five and six years or so. And then, uh, but the, the real ones where really disease testing are the adult cows because those are ones where you're going to find things that are more prevalent. Chronic, chronic wasting disease, it, it can be dormant for a period of time, so you wouldn't necessarily find it in a calf that was born in June. And so you're looking for those older cows where it's had time. Brucellosis is the same thing. Um, it's not going to show up, uh, in a calf really quick. It's going to lie dormant for a period of time before it pops. And so, uh, the older cows, not necessarily the yearlings, but the older cows are the ones we're really interested in looking for all that different sort of data. Uh, if you ever come to Utah and you are elk hunting or you're just out and about and you're seeing bulls that are tagged, especially in Northern Utah, um, oftentimes these bulls are tagged in Northern Utah as calves. We have a facility that sorts them. The cows and calves can get through. They're called an excluder, but the bulls can't because their antlers are too big. We will get spikes, but we do sort spikes out of the mix because we don't want to deal with them. They are putting a few collar, a few collars on, and it depends on who's providing the money for the collars. But they can request to throw some collars on some bucks or bulls. Uh, again, it's more gee whiz data. How are these uh, males dispersing? How are they moving about the landscape? Those type of things. Again, we tend to focus more on the females. Uh, the females are the ones that are carrying the calves and and the fawns to term. And it's more about their health that we tend to focus on. But you will see a few bulls with some ear tags. You will see a few bulls with some collars. Uh, but we tend to focus more on the cows. So 40 cows, 40 calves. And as soon as we hit that number, we'll get a whole group of people together. And we'll get the veterinarian there. And we'll go through all the disease testing and all the different things that take place. Sometimes out on the meadow, the elk we don't trap, uh, depending on what the vet again wants to do. Uh, we will go out there, set up a trailer, put a hay, hay bales on the trailer, and then we'll dart some cows. So this year we've been having a tough time catching the amount of cows that we need. Uh, we didn't have any snow. Now we got a lot of snow, but we have no water. So they are talking about going out onto the meadow and darting some of the animals to make sure we get our 40. We've got a lot of calves, um, just not a lot of cows. And so we'll have to see how 
that plays out. Today is probably the coldest day. Uh, when I left at six o'clock, it was three degrees. We do have a, an advisory saying that with the wind chill tonight and tomorrow, it's going to be negative 20. And so that also may play a factor because if we have to start hauling water to the trap, that just makes life a heck of a lot more difficult, a lot more time consuming and there's just no real time available. So that is what my day was like today. Hope you guys have a great day. Stay wild.